This is Gemarin Ksubiz, the Daf Ayin, all the learning for this month, the month of Elul, Anila Daidi, Vidaidi Li is sponsored as incredible Schosil and Neshama of Esterizel, Basra Meir. Emir Tashem, the learning being there, Chabura, Daf by Daf, should bring Esterizel, Basra Meir to an higher, higher place in Ganidin Shal Maila. We're holding on the bottom of Samach and Bees. We are six lines from the bottom. And says the Gemara, an interesting story, Ilfa Tolan Avshay, Besikta de Mechusa. Illa went and he literally balanced on the mast of a sail and he's hanging up on top of this boat. And Amar and he said, If there's anyone that could come and tell me something from the yeshiva of Aishia, and I am not able to tell you which Mishnah came from, if you could add, tell me a Mishnah and I don't know the source, I will fall off this mast and drown in the sea below. He challenges, Ilfa challenges all the people around. So the old man, that, that old man came and done a lay and he asked him the following b'risa. And of course, this is why this comes into our Gemara. If someone says, give a shekel to my son each week, of course he's saying this to the trustee, to the shlish, to the person in charge of the estate, give a shekel to my son each week. But, really, the state is large enough, he can really give them a sella, which is two shackles. What's the halacha, that's indeed what you give them. But if he says, he says, do not give them only a shekel, that indeed, you only give them a shekel, even though it's really insufficient, they really need a sella. If he says, and he limits by saying, give them only this, then you give them only that. The Imamar in the second to the last line, in these two years, and if he says, and if they, die, if they die before the entire state is consumed, meaning weekly, what are they getting? They're getting each week the seller or the shekel. So if he says that at the end, when they're nifter, what happens? Everything goes other people should inherit the rest of the estate clearly showing he does not want the estate to be fully depleted, then, then, whether he said, give them a shekel, whether he said, give them only a shekel, in both scenarios, because the father is clearly explaining that he wants there to be something left over for the Yarshim, the halacha is, we only give them a shekel. So the old man says to Ilfa, this b'raisa, so Amar lay, so Ilfa respond, so Amar lay, so Ulfa responds, Ha'mani, so who indeed is the Tana of this Brisa that you're quoting is? Rebbe Meiri, this is indeed Rebbe Meiri, Da'amar Mitzalekayim Divrei So Ulfa withstands the test and says, this indeed is the Shita of Rebbe What's the in the aforementioned scenario? In both scenarios, whether he says, give them a shekel, give them only a shekel, we give them everything that they need. We know the luck is like Rameir, like we saw in the top line, that we should fill the words of the mace. So why are we giving them everything they need? Seemingly the mace said to give them only a shekel. Explains the Gemara, Says the Gemara, That's only by other items. But in this case, we assume that the father is happy for them to get all their needs. 
So why indeed do the father say, give them a shekel a week? If he's really happy for them to receive as much as they need, why would he say such? Says the Gemara, he's just coming to urge, he's coming to push them along to give. But indeed, he's happy with giving them only that amount. Says the Gemara, Tanan, also we learned in the Mishnah. A very similar halacha as we conclude the sixth parak. Ha'apu'uta is mechar, 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 mechar. A'apu'uta, a small child, the halacha is, if they sell something, it's valid. And if they give something as a, um, and if they buy something, it's valid. And if they sell something, it's valid. Bimitaltan with regard to movable items. It says, This is only if there's no Apatrabas, if there's no one to administer, to be in charge of these kids. Then that which the kid does is nothing. From the fact that you're saying, as our Mishnah taught us, that the actions of a Kitana are nothing. Says the Gemara, What's the Raya? Maybe. Shiny, maybe in a case where there is a shlish, that's what our Mishnah is referring to. Our Mishnah is referring to specifically a case where there's a shlish who is put in charge of taking care of the estate. So maybe that's when it's different than in the case over here. Explains the Gemara, if that would be true, would the words of the rice that the actions of the Kitana are nothing, Shmamina, Afilu Ba'alma, that the pa'utais, these ketanim, can apply or sell even in general in all scenarios. Hadron Allah Matthias Isha, we should do an incredible chazara of the sixth parak of Ksubis. And as always, we go headstrong directly into the next Mishnah, to the seventh parak of Ksubis, in which we begin in discussing Nidarim, if someone makes a vow, a nadar, when it is um, a reason to force the wife to get divorced and the repercussions. So says the Mishnah, If someone makes a nether, someone makes a vow, prohibiting his wife, saying to his wife, she cannot have any benefit for him up to 30 days. Yamod Barnes, what does he have to do? He has to set up someone to support his wife. His wife has to be able to live, has to be able to eat. Then he sets up someone to take care of her. Yasser Mikay, if it's more than 30 days, then Yaitzay Vyitin Ksuba, then he has to divorce her. He can't leave her not having support for more than 30 days. He has to divorce her and give her a Ksuba right away. Rabbi Yudamer, Be Yisrael, Chaydash, Achari, Kaim, Shnaim, Yaitzayitin Ksuba. Says Rabbi Yudha, this thing that you're saying of one month is only a Yisrael. When it comes to a Kayin, the Allahs are different because a Kayin is never able to be machzir gushasa. A Kayin is never able to remarry his divorcee. Therefore, we have to be more careful before they get divorced. And therefore, if there is a neder for two months, we then tell them to get divorced. But, uh, excuse me, after three months, but two months they stay married. And similarly, continues the Mishnah five, six lines down. If someone makes a nether that she's not going to eat any fruit, and we'll see in the Gemara, this doesn't just refer to fruit. In reality, he's making a nether from his wife to having any intimate pleasure from him. But the way that he makes the nether chalas, we'll see tomorrow, is that he says, and if you eat the fruit, then you will not be able to have any intimate pleasure from me. The Allah is, if you eat the ksubi, has to divorce her, give a ksubi. Rav Yudaymer, Again, Rabbi Yudah 
uh, mimicking the din and the reishta that if it's a kayin, we wait an extra day, we wait an extra amount of time before getting divorced because there's no turning back by a kayin. Now the third case, if someone makes a nadar on his wife that she cannot put on a certain type of perfume, and again, Rashi explains that in all these cases, it's not that a husband makes the nadar. Because the husband can't make a nadar for his wife not to have benefits. But rather, she made the nadar and the husband was mekayim, the husband. Affirm the nadar. Says Rav Yaisi, in the case of a woman without any money, then they only have to be divorced if you didn't give a time limit when she's not allowed to wear makeup. Because since poor women don't wear makeup so much, it's only if it's indefinite. But as a wealthy woman, of course, she wears makeup more commonly. If their nadar is for more than 30 days, then there's grounds for divorce. So says the Gemara in the bottom of Ayinam and Aleph, let's try to figure this out. The Mishnah taught us that if one makes a nadar, then it potentially could cause them to have to get divorced. Seemingly, the nadar has binding factors. Seemingly, it's a real nadar. So says the Gemara and asks the Gemara. But even the Meshubalah, Mother-in-law, says the Gemara, I don't understand. Since the husband is obligated to support his wife, how is he able to make a nether forbidding her from getting benefit? Kol Is it in his power to take away from her Shibud? She has a Shibud. She gets certain benefits. How can the husband remove those benefits from his wife. Vatanan asked the Mishnah, the Gemara, we learned in the Mishnah, if a woman says to her husband, I'm making a neder, a kainam, that I'll not work for your benefit. You do not have to get rid of this neder, because this neder is meaningless, it has no force. It does not, it's not chal. Why? Explains the Gemara in the last line. Since she is a Shiva, she has an obligation to her husband to work for him. Therefore, the nether has no power to remove from that Shiva. So I asked the Gemara, Since he's obligated to her, it's on his power to remove her from that obligation. Therefore, the nether should not take effect. Answers the Gemara, the last line of Because the husband is able to tell his wife, I'm not going to support you. Take your earnings and support yourself. Nah says, we turn over We make it as if that was the case. And since if you were to say that, he would not actually have to support his wife. Therefore, the nether, the vow, can indeed take effect. But continues the Gemara in the second line of Ayman Bey's, ask the Gemara one second. But if it's true that which Abu Namarav said, that a woman has the power, we saw this a few days ago to say to her husband, I'm not working for you and I'm not going to eat your food. When a woman says, when I make a neder to be your mouth, why does the husband not have to annul to be made for the neder? The neder should not take effect. Lema, let us say, just like she's able to say, I'm not working for you, I'm not going to take your cash. 
Just like he could say to her, don't take, don't give me what you earn, and I will not support you. So to the husband, you to say, I'm not going to get any food, I'm not going to work and give to you. So if the husband's nether shows that this should work, it should be the same thing. Ella so explains the Gemara, Do not say it's as if he made her give away her earnings, that which she works for. Ella be oimer law. The case is in reality that they said, See my take your support in lieu of your work. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. The Mishnah makes no sense. Why do you have a parnas, a shlish, a trustee to help support? For this person, if, if this woman, if she's keeping her uh, wages, then she doesn't get any support from Razan anyways. Answers the Gemara, but delay Safka. Ten lines down, the first word line is Safka. Says the Gemara, you know why? Because the woman, that which she makes, is not enough to support herself. And therefore the Allah is, the husband has to make up the rest of the support. And that's why the husband is giving the shlish to make sure the wife gets that which she deserves. Ask the Gemara, even delay Safka, the Kushalatakti. But I don't understand, if her earnings are not enough, then we go back to square one, that how can a husband make a nether to make his wife usher? He's obligated to support her. So what's the difference if he's obligated full support? He's obligated just to make up the difference. Either way, the husband is obligated to support his wife. If the nether should not be chal. Amar Avashi, 15 lines down. The first one line is Amar Avashi, b'misapekes, l'dvarim g'dailim. The case is that the money that she makes is enough for all the big items or the larger purchases, but they're not enough for the small items. So in such a scenario, when she makes a nether, the nether does indeed take effect. But the husband has to support someone to support her with the small items that she needs. Asks the Gemara, What do you mean by small items? Either gilbu or gilbu. If she's accustomed to them, so who cares about the small items? The husband is obligated to support her like she's accustomed to. If she's not in Ruggle, she's not accustomed to them, so why are we supporting her? Why are we providing with this partner, with this person that supplies with her that which she needs? Explains the Gemara. That the case is, is that she was accustomed to these items in her father's house. But then, she was going without them to go to get married. Because she says to him, Until now, when you, my husband, did I make a nether, I was willing to follow you. But now that you made a nether that I can't have any benefit, I cannot go along with you any longer. And then I need to be provided for. So says the Gemara, What's this 30 days? Explains the Gemara, More than 30 days, People hear about it, and people talk about it, and disgrace it, for more than 30 days, it's not a possibility. Says the Gemara, you know the narrator says that she made that he made the nether that she's not allowed to have any benefit. At what point? After she did Aresim, but she did not do Nisuin yet. And since he's not obligated to support his wife, therefore there's no lien on the properties. 
And that's why the nether takes effect. But says the Gemara, very good, the nether takes effect. And the last narrow line, Arusa mi But in Arusa, after only years since she doesn't get supported, explains the Gemara, as we've seen many times, Shekiah's man of Lainisa, the cases where the time came to get married, but they did not get married. The husband held back. The halacha is, it's not a gives man of Lainisa, she's allowed to eat from his stuff, she's allowed to eat Shuma. So my what's the deal with thirty days? It's a practical item that the shlichos will only do a shlichos for thirty days and no more. Ibai Yisema on the third of our line explains the Gemara Shadirik Shia Rusa Vinisays that they made the nether when she was on a Rusa, and then she then got married. So since when the nether was made, he was not obligated to support her. Therefore, the nether takes effect. And even after she has Nisu in the Nether is still Chal. But ask the Gemara, Nisu, if she married after you took the Nether, so then she must have known about the Nether and she agreed to it. So why then is she allowed to say, I want to get divorced? Explains the Gemara, the Amra Kesfura Anish Anichol I thought I could withstand it. I thought I don't need these items. But now I see that I actually need them. So explains When do we say this entity with regard to movement? I don't understand. She accepted upon it the deal without actually getting Mizainis. That means she could do it. So how could she demand Mizainis at a later date? The original tarot is the correct one. And just to begin, we're eight, seven lines down to the two dots that actually taught us that after 30 days, he sets up a parnas, a steward, a third party to support her. So says the Gemara, I don't understand. The parnas is doing the shlichos. So what is the difference whether the husband is there or not? The parnas is acting on their own and not as, um, excuse me, the parnas is acting as a shlichos. So Amr Avuna, you know what's going on over here? You don't actually hire them outright. The husband says, whoever supports, whoever gets involved and helps me out by supporting my wife, Lord Mavsid will not lose. So says the Gemara, that's going to be the case in which the partner is considered as if he's acting on his own and not as a shliach of the husband. But says the Gemara of Chiamar what are you talking about? If someone says that line of Kulazani Namasid, anyone who helps you out is not going to lose. That's not called Shlichos. But not, but we learned in the Mishnah, Misha Yamushach Labar, if someone is thrown into a pit, Vimer Kulashimea, Kul Yichlav Gelishtai, and he yells out, whoever hears my voice, right, to get to my wife, or Il Yichlav Yinu, you'll have to listen to him. So how could that be? How is that possible? We see that when someone says, Kolazonin and Mafarni, someone says, whoever helps me out is not going to lose. That's called explicit instructions. And that's why you let it use even for getting. Explains the Gemara. Over there, he said explicitly to write it. But by us, it's not the case. Kolazan Kamar. Ask the Gemara further. But we know that by the lake of someone's house, when the sun is burning down, he's allowed to scream out to the Gayim. Whoever puts out my house is not going to lose. But the lake of the from the fact that it's not the case by the lake of by a fire, what does that come to exclude? That's not coming to exclude our case, which it would not work. Answers the referring to other cases than Shabbos, but it's not necessarily talking to our case. Masiv Rabba so asks Rabba. If so, makes a net there from his friend. 
That's get benefit. He's not to go to the storekeeper that they usually go to. And he tells the storekeeper that this person can't get any benefit from me. This guy is starving. Who nice and light. So the storekeeper understands that which he means. And then he goes and he gives the person the money, the food. And then he afterwards comes and collects. So we see that you could do such a thing. Answers the Gemara. It's actually it's all part of the Kasha. It sounds like only in this case is where it's allowed. I will call But if someone yells out and says whoever supports not going to lose is not, does not work. Answers Gemara. He's talking to everyone. But this is a bigger chiddush. I will keep on the regal atzlei because I'll come or lay command. I'm really zilavli us as the demei because he said it explicitly. You would think maybe it's called a tzivoi kamash malan. That's not the case. We'll pick it up from a goofah in the next year.